I watched part of a video recently that popped up when I was checking social media. And it was about this guy who had it all. He had everything that checks the box to make one happy. Like a never-ending music video lifestyle, basically. But, and you won't be surprised at the ending, he was lacking a sense of meaning and purpose in life. So he took a year off to serve on a ship bound for Liberia. And now, he apparently does something related to providing clean water. I only watched the video in part because I knew where the story was leading, but it reminded me of the difference between joy and happiness. I think of joy as the internal driving force of hope. Hope assured. Of promises kept. Of love realized. I often say that happiness and sadness are like a roller coaster we ride, and our other emotions fall in here too. They're kind of external things that affect our daily life, oftentimes many of them in just one day. But joy is like a foundation that steadies us no matter our feelings. Of course, joy gets convoluted with happiness just like love gets dumbed down to just romance. And while happiness and romance are great things for sure, joy and love come from much deeper waters of meaning. In truth, joy cannot simply be happiness, or the first part of Hebrews 12 really wouldn't make much sense. In that passage, the Apostle Paul says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you may not grow weary or lose heart. Paul is talking about discipleship like running a race with perseverance and focus. In the first part, he speaks of laying aside sins which are external, like taking off a coat or putting down a weight. Then he links Jesus' joy to enduring the cross, something that is about as far as you can get from happiness. But the joy here is a driving force, an internal reason, reason for doing and for being. Paul links that to us at the end, speaking about us not losing heart, which means not to lose what centers us and motivates us from within. Feelings are important, but they are external. Joy is internal. Joy is what assures the Apostle Paul of our belonging, whether we live or die. It is what propels Martin Luther to stand firm in a confession that he is sure will lead to his burning at the stake. It is the hopeful vision cast time and again by Martin Luther King Jr., most hauntingly and poignantly on the eve of his death. It is the compassion and care of Nelson Mandela toward his captors and oppressors. It is the song of the caged bird, like Maya Angelou's great poem and book. It is the burning within us to seek the well-being of our neighbor, the stranger, our enemy, even at great cost to ourselves. For 
as Paul again puts it in Romans 15. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit indeed awaken and enliven the joy that is a part of you and center you in it. Amen.